Hello, hello. Welcome back to a new episode of Chat with Shrev. I'd like to do a new segment called Football Talk with Shrev. Today, I have two friends, uh, Shrevan, who also has the same name as me, and RJ. What's up, guys? What's going on? How are you guys doing? Good, good. Good. So I want to start off with, you know, like last night, Sunday night game, Pats, Bucks, the King returning. What are your guys' thoughts on that? I know we have already talked about this, but um, what would you guys think of like today's media, like talking about the game and like the relationship between Belichick and Brady and then Belichick going into the locker room for like almost 30 minutes? Oh, you want, you want to take us around? I'm glad you to go, RJ. Go ahead and hear what you got to say. Um, I think that uh, after the game, uh, I want to touch on this when you brought up uh, Brady and Belichick. Um, after the game, Brady like went up to the reporters and he was like telling them like I don't even know what like happens to y'all put out. I, I it's not true. Like with the whole Brady and Belichick, the quote unquote drama of it all and stuff yeah. like that. I, I think that that pretty much solidifies that like. Seth Wickersham, whatever the hell his name is, and all these other guys that talk out of the asses, I think that it's all BS. Yeah. I, I think that if you don't you don't talk to someone for, like, 30 minutes if you don't like that person. Right. And especially like, Belichick, you don't go into the visitor's locker room. Belichick never goes to the visitor's locker room and talks to, like, anybody. Yeah. <laughs> At, at best, he's like, all right, you're, you're cool, like, you're great, whatever. But, and and that was, like, a select few p- players that he did that to. Like, Ed Reed, Aaron Rodgers, like, he's talked to those guys for, like, a good two minutes, basically. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's ta- he talked to Brady for, like, 30, like, 30 minutes yesterday. Basically. Yeah. That's the game. And people were like, oh, that hug like he hugged him quick after the game he's probably gonna go talk to him after like people just need to just, the media is just full of crap okay that whole thing like I put it together at like 12 years old yeah half the stuff that the media puts out is BS especially when it came to the Patriots because the Patriots were like they set a new standard of excellence in sports and being dominant, especially Belichick, you know. Let's say that Brady doesn't like Belichick. Like, let's say that he doesn't. I think that even Brady would know, and I think that he knows this, is that no matter how hard Belichick, like, was hard on him and other players, it made Brady better. Yeah. Brady doesn't win six Super Bowls without Belichick, and Belichick doesn't win six Super Bowls without Brady. Yeah. That's end of story. Now, as far as like the game goes, I think that the Pats played well. Yeah, I the off the, the offense played their best. This is the best the offense has played throughout the whole season. Four weeks in, I agree. I agree. But I still think McDaniel's has to go, dude. Yes, yeah, I think he has to go because we we've had him for like how long? Like. What since like 2012 or something like that? Like, yeah, almost 10 years again, and then eight years before that. Yeah, like we had him like a long time. I just think that I get it. It's this the system works, but I think that his system really 
only works with Brady there, you know? Yeah. I think that Mac – see, Mac was a better quarterback than Tom Brady when it came to their college careers. Like, Mac like – what I'm saying is Matt, Brady wasn't Brady until, like, his third championship in the NFL, in yeah. my opinion. He wasn't, like – he wasn't becoming into his own until, like, third championship because before that he was kind of like a game manager and then he, like, exploded. Third Super Bowl, and a couple years later, MVP – Goes undefeated, loses Super Bowl, but you know we don't have to talk about that. But um, Mac can air he he can air the ball out, yeah. And McDaniel's offense is holding him back. Like they don't. I said it before, and I'll say it again. I am tired of these run plays and screen passes. Mm-hmm. Like, why are you trying to run the ball so much on your first possession on like the best rush run defense in the NFL? Yeah, don't understand that and. McDaniel's like play calling is so basic. It's so boring. I can call those plays. We all can call those plays. Like it's ridiculous. Like I'm tired of this man. Like, yeah, he was great, but it is time to go. Defense played well. That was expected. You know, chess match, goat versus goat. But I will say this though. You know how they kept saying that Brady knows Belichick, and Belichick knows Brady. I think that Belichick knows Brady a little bit more. Like, you oh, know, for sure, dude. He was so uncomfortable. Yeah. And, and I think, I think people were surprised last night on how well, like, Belichick coached that team. Like, how calm he was, how relaxed he was. Like, I've played this guy because they asked someone asked a, re- a question, a reporter. He's like, What does it feel like playing against Tony? He's like, Dude, I played them. I, I coached him for 20 years. I saw him every day. It's nothing special seeing him come back into this building. Like, it's like seeing your son, right? When you grow up, go to college, it's like, it's not like, oh my God, the greatest ever is coming back. Like, I see him every day. Yeah, it's like with, with Brady, like, I've never seen him look so like lost out there on the field and a little flabbergasted. Yeah. And people bring up, like, well, Wade Phillips did this to him in the Super Bowl. Like, no, 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 no. The only I'm put it, I'm gonna put in some context here. Okay. Only reason the Rams were even in that game is because our the offense of the past was not that great that year. Yeah. Look at yeah. the depth. Okay, like we matched up well with them. Like if we had like a Stefan Diggs or Antonio Brown earlier, yeah. Dude, we put the, the we put up more points in that Super Bowl against the Rams because Sean McVay had no idea what to do. With his offense against the Pats defense that year, and that's a yeah. role. Like, no it, idea. It goes back to the same: like defense wins championships, right? That year, it was the best offense going against the best defense. It was a chess match. It was like who will call the better plays, who will they execute even better. Had a good defense that year. They, they had like an average defense. They didn't the let they didn't let Donald a single time to Brady. Yeah. So, and they had Aqib Talib, who was on the downside of his career. Marcus Peters yeah. was their best corner. It's yeah. pretty good, but if we had like more weapons, and if Gronk was healthy, we put up more points on Super Bowl, right? But yeah. that's neither here or there. But with with this game, I feel like um the biggest takeaway is let Mac air the ball out. Let let Mac cook. They say yeah. let Russ cook. Let Mac cook. For Christ's sake. I mean, 
and also incorporate more trick plays. Like those trick plays, like seem to work with the Patriots. Yeah, they don't do a lot of trick plays, but they need to do more. And for God's sake, run, these running backs, stop fumbling the ball. Like I, I haven't seen the Pats be this undisciplined with taking care of the football in my entire life. I'm being serious. Like in my entire existence, I'm watching Patriots. Like, and tell me if I'm wrong on this. Like when the season first started, right, three weeks ago. The way you saw with the way you guys saw Harris run, you're like, oh my god, he's gonna have this breakout year, thousand yard rusher, whatever thoughts, right? Yeah. But as from week one to now, I've just seen his role diminish. Yeah, he had a finger injury, he might have had other issues, but I feel like we don't have that every down running back. Yeah. And we suck at drafting. Do we suck at drafting? Yeah, we do. Right? Oh, 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 you, oh, I thought you were asking. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm saying, like, I'm saying, like, we suck. The Patriots suck at drafting. I have, there's data to back it up, actually. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, like we were talking about like yesterday, right? Like, uh, Siobhan was saying, like, um, there's so many great college players that can go in the first round or whatnot because if they come from certain schools, like, tonight we have the LA Chargers playing Oakland or Las Vegas Raiders, right? Mm-hmm. Who was the Raiders' top pick two years ago? Cleveland Farrell, I think, was the right. Guy. He had a great. He's a very decorated college player, right? But how's yeah, he doing the, right but now? The, but the tape, to be quite honest with you, um, I just don't. Uh, I'm gonna get to my point after I make this. If that's all right. So Cleveland Farrell, he's from. He's a Virginia native, Shrevin. He's actually from the uh, Richmond yeah. area. Yeah. So um, when he went in the draft, I kind of scratched my head because it was the right position to take in terms of, like, position on the defense. Like, defensive end, I get that. That's a, that's a good thing. But that wasn't the guy. And what makes it even more egregious for the Raiders' sake is that the next pick was Devin White. Yeah. And look how that turned out. Possibly, possibly could have been Super Bowl MVP this past Super Bowl. I had him second on my ballot to TB, but uh, nonetheless. But like you said, the you can come from a decorated school. No one's going to take that away from you. You come from a really good school. But the NFL is a completely different ball game, and yeah. yeah. So in the past, like Sony Michelle, right? Georgia, Georgia is known as running back you. They've produced, sure. and in the past few years, a lot of first-round running backs. You have Todd Gurley, you have, yes. um, maybe not first round, but like, you know, top three, top three rounds. Top, top, some top really good it's, running backs. And even in their history, you have the Garrison Hurst, you have the Herschel Walkers, you have the Terrell Davises. Yeah, but I was thinking like that 2018 – 2018? Yeah, 2018 draft. We could have taken Nick Chubb. Yeah. We took Sonny and... Michelle. Where's Sonny Michelle right now? You should have taken AJ Brown in 20, uh, 2019. Yeah, they yeah, should like they, there's a report saying like we could have drafted the scouts draft favor Debo and AJ Brown. Bill felt a deep connection with Nikhil Harry during his visit. And that's the only reason we took Nikhil. Imagine how different our offense can be if we have elite playmakers from the defense, but like, it's hard to predict 
which player it's all hindsight right it's all hindsight to say like oh correct like we could have gone either way with this but we need to get better in drafting we need to get better in just getting players i think i I would like to see a trade for a receiver that's it there's so much to go into it rj you want me to go or oh no go ahead i was just gonna say like uh all they do is like with the whole freaking with like, the trade stuff, like I'm not even like I'm done trying to say, oh, we're gonna we gotta trade somebody for somebody because Belichick never does it. He yeah. never like he'll do it, but it's not who we think he's gonna do. Like Devon Diggs was linked to us in 2019, yeah. 2020, and nothing happened. So I'm, I'm done like trying to say second for Mohammed Sanu. And look what happened. Like yeah. Go ahead, survive. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm gonna try to keep it like low on this, mainly because um, as Shrev was saying, I watched last night, and um, you know, being in Boston and seeing the reaction throughout the uh, week, um, to be honest, I felt kind of numb. You know how like you feel really cold inside when you know something bad is gonna happen. Yeah. But it wasn't about the game. It was just about – I kept listening to all these pundits talk about, you know, Brady and Belichick, right? And they're some – what they call a fractured relationship, this drama, this book, and all that stuff that RJ eloquently provided. I call bullshit on. Hmm? Which I call bullshit on. Go yeah. ahead, sorry. Yeah. So the, re- the reason I'm saying is, like, um, I went to um, – well, this is a pretty good story, and it's all true. So I went to um, my school's uh, <clears throat> uh, building, the College of Communication building in the conference room that we have. So I just went in there because there's no one there. I just sat down for a second, and I just started reading. And I started just writing out a couple of things. And one thing that really stuck out to me that was common is that None of those facts about Brady and Belichick's beef was true. And How do you find that out sitting in your school's conference room? Sure. So I just went through every single article that I possibly could on this topic, right? Yeah. Then I listened. I went back and read through the press conferences. Okay. Right? And I just thought to myself, I'm not going to guarantee – but from what I understood, none of the supposed beef was true. Well, I don't think, I don't think all of it's false. I think. Yeah, I'm just saying from like, what I, I understood. You, I, I can tell you what I think is true and what's false. Yeah, go ahead. What I think is true is what Seth Wickersham said. I hate to like bring him up, but he was on a first things first with Nick Wrong and crew, and basically he was saying that he. Brady wanted a five-year contract after beating the Falcons in the Super Bowl. And Belichick was – he was tired. Belichick was like, okay, I'm going to give you like a two-year, three-year deal, like the regular deals that he gave Brady. And Brady was like, okay, fine. And Brady wanted like – he wanted like a guaranteed five-year deal. And going into 2017, they bring up – this is what they always lean on. Like the Jimmy Garoppolo thing. Yeah, I don't. I don't think Brady forced 
Belichick to trade Garoppolo. That's not in Brady's nature. I think that that's 2017. I think 2017 was a test because Brady was hitting 40 that year. He was that was his first season as a 40 year old man. Yeah, I think that was a test of Belichick saying, "Okay, if you like play well like you have been, then I'll okay, then I'll get rid of this guy." I think that's what it was, and. And when they traded Belich, when they traded uh, Garoppolo, uh, people just went um, bananas on that. This is what they they always bring that up. But notice how they're not talking about that anymore. They're yeah. talking about how he left, right? Garoppolo. Yeah, they're talking. Yeah, they're not talking about that thing anymore. But they brought it up to say, okay, they have beef. Crab. They they put in crab. They said crab. Brady and Belichick have beef. But my thing is, they never said, how does Kraft have beef with Belichick? They never said that. Like, no, beef I don't, I just, I don't recall, like, I don't recall, no, 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 I don't no, recall anything saying, about that. No, but this is what happened, though. After Bella, after uh, Garoppolo got traded, I remember the week after, ESPN, you know, they like to put out, they like to put out stuff out. It was in, like, towards, like, the evening, and it was like, oh, there's a rift between Brady, Belichick, and Kraft. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. They explained, well, they quote unquote explained the Brady and Belichick part, but they never said, like said why Kraft has beef with them. It's like, where's the beef? Like, I don't see it. So I think that Belichick. Yeah, go to Arby's for the beef. Yeah, I think that Belichick he tr- traded Garoppolo because he knew that. <laughs> He knew that Tom was just playing like at an outstanding level. So going into training camp, you know, they bring up, oh, Brady didn't go to OTAs. Oh, Brady didn't he he didn't go to OTAs. What's the big deal? Yeah. He tried to read too much into things. So I think think the part that pisses me off is like you we can date back to uh, 2009 when Castle, Rabel, they all got traded. Or like even recently, like you were saying, Garoppolo to San Francisco. These guys are worth first round draft picks. Why the fuck are we settling for a second? Yeah. Why? Why? Yeah. We can get so much draft like that. I never understood that. Unlike if people thought Jimmy G was worth this much, why didn't you get a King's Ransom? Yeah. Why? But also, I think that with Garoppolo, though, I think that he kind of won the deal, in my personal opinion, because Did look he? at what's no, not like okay. Well, I don't mean like he won. Like, I don't mean like he Dude. won it. Like okay, he got something better. I mean like getting rid of Garoppolo. He's like okay, I can have him. I mean y'all are stuck with him, but like I don't. Those reports of oh, Belichick wants Garoppolo. Like they they put on this thing that Belichick loves Garoppolo so much. No, like, where are you guys getting that from? If like, he loves him so much, why do you draft Jacoby Brissett with the third round? Exactly. It's like, come on. Like, come on. Where's the context and nuance, media? Come on. Like, well, Why I, did we trade Brissett away yeah. for, like, a second-round pick, again, to the Colts? Speaking like, of, yeah. um, you speaking kept him. of uh, Tom Brady and Bill Belichick, uh, Fox Sports Radio just recently put out a, uh, you know, take – 
on uh, last night's game, the 19-17 win. And uh, our good friend, the you-know-who of the sports world, the... Tell me you're not bringing him up. You want to tell our uh, listeners? Instead of I, just think, being... I think uh, RJ knows who I'm, where I'm going with this. Right, but I'm saying... Yeah. And that his name happens to be Rob Parker. Why are you um, bringing him up? <laughs> he uh, had a comment about the game, and if our listeners don't mind, I'd like to read the quote to you all. Sure. All right. This is his words. Tom Brady is not the GOAT, and last night he, last night he remains the LOAT, the luckiest of all time. It was a complete stinker from Tom Brady, but of course Brady gets the win, and everyone's like, look at Tom Brady leading them down the field for the game-winning field goal. The Patriots had a chance to win the game, and what happens? It hits the upright. That's Tom Brady. Tom Brady, again, is so lucky. He walks away and wins the night, but he should have walked out of Foxborough with a big fat L in a game where the Bucs had no business losing to that team. I wish the Patriots would have had Adam Vinatieri last night. Is, it, is, is, is he a Boston-based reporter? Um, no, he is not. He is from. He's based mostly in Detroit, and he has a history of controversy, Trev, for several times. Notable, not just the Tom Brady disrespect that he continues to spew on a daily basis, but he once called Robert Griffin III a cornball brother. He called yeah, Rod I, Marinelli. The I think I've heard Detroit enough Lions before coach. you keep on giving me more examples. With all due respect, this man seems like a bum. One more example I must give. I've said this, this, this for three years. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. The one last example I want to give Shrev that shows what a disgrace he is, is when he was a reporter in Detroit, the Lions were in the midst of the 0-16 season that we all know so well. He then asked the Lions head coach, Rod Marinelli, whose defensive coordinator Joe Barry happened to be his son-in-law. He asked this question. Isn't Joe Barry the daughter? He he asked Joe Barry this question. Do you wish your daughter had married a better defensive coordinator? That's kind of of funny, but it's stupid. But I will give you the floor. I gave you the quote for all of our listeners. And before I give it to RJ, his co-host said, your bias is so obvious. You are not a reporter. You are a fanboy. So, RJ, you have the floor. All right. I'm just going to say this. I don't, I don't listen to all these guys. Like I, I stopped listening to these dudes when I started high school. And, like, like I just – I already know what the media is. It's – like, if you're it, – it's, it's fake. They do this for attention. Like, Nick Wrong, I mean, the dude – for example, Nick Wrong, his name is actually not wrong. I just call him wrong, but that was wrong. But he <laughs> – a few years ago, before like he was on TV, he was tweeting about Kevin Durant being better than LeBron. What do we know now? To, like he's on television, he's talking about LeBron James being the best player in the world and greatest of all time. Okay, so I I I agree that LeBron is one of the greatest athletes ever, but right now it's Katie's show. You think Katie's better than LeBron? Right now, yeah, dude. It took um. Who did the Nets play? Uh, and they lost to them uh, this past finals. The uh, Nets played the Bucks in the semifinals, dude. I gotta get it. It took the Bucks. It took the Bucks their whole team, their whole team to stop one man. 
And right. this man lost because he even said, I just have a big ass toe. And that's why I we <laughs> lost because right. my foot was on the on the line and it was not counted as a three. Right? This man right, can but, drop. But I have I do have to ask this though, getting back to our like uh, football stuff. Um that quote, let that's me ask you guys this Seriously, I'm sorry, but Let's I completely need to change topics like who's the goat? Michael Jordan, Kobe. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, no. I have to ask you the question. Do you was this quote out of line or was the quote based? Do, do you think Tom Brady is the luckiest of all time, or is this reporter just showing his true colors of not being a reporter and actually being a fanboy in television with a disgrace? Yeah, man, for sure. I think Tom Brady, like, I, I think he's lucky to an extent. Like, think about like the when they played the Raiders, his his um, second year. That's a fumble. Right. That was a fumble. It was I? I would say it's fumble. Think about all. In, in, fa- field- in fairness to him. In fairness to him, in the book that came out recently, The Dynasty, which, by the way, is a real – it's this is actually a book of truth. The D- Jeff Benedict book, that's actually more inf- more factual. He said himself, I believe I fumbled the football. So he owned up for that. Yeah, and I think I think all their, field, all their uh, Super Bowls in the beginning, to win by a field goal, that's crazy. You have to have, like, luck on your side to have the ball – in your hands, that final end of the game, right? Yeah. And you need Venetary to make all of them. That's luck. I don't think that's any skill was taking place there to get you to that. I mean, yeah, of course. Sorry. It's like skill got you there to that point <laughs> for you to kick that field goal, but you had to have luck on your side that everything went your way. Think about Super Bowl uh, 51 against the Falcons. That Absolutely. was luck. There was luck and skill involved, especially when the Edelman catch centimeters away from the ground, that ball could have hit and they could have called it back. Oh yeah. There's, there's luck when you have to win a, win a championship, there's skill, teamwork and luck. Like that, like you gotta have a little bit of luck. I mean, come on, but look at the Chiefs last night. (laughs) Yeah. But like, that's the price when you got like, 11 on 11 guys fighting for one football and going end zone to end zone. I mean, there's going to be some crazy plays that happens. I mean, look at the interception Mac Jones do. That was a little bit of luck, but it happened. But yeah, but this guy, I mean, I just don't take the media seriously. I, these, you can pay, you can pay me to go up on television to say something that I don't actually believe quote-unquote Nick Wrong and Max Kelman, and then you ain't, you ain't paying me to change my mind like Stephen A. Smith. Like, no, I'm not doing that. Yeah, but the thing with Max Kellerman is, I was listening to this podcast with Ryan Clark's interview. Uh, he was on Bustin' with the Boys, uh, hosted by Taylor Lewan, and uh, um, God, I forgot his name. His name. He was a linebacker for... John, uh, Matt uh, Chatham? No. Um... Jonathan Vilma? Will, Will Will something. Um, for what are you talking about on ESPN? No, no, no. It's called Boston with the Boys. Um Will He was a linebacker for the Redskins, the Titans. Will Compton? Will Compton, thank you. Yeah. Sorry, well, didn't mean to butcher butcher your name like that, but um he was saying a lot of this stuff is scripted. Like the producers tell Mac or Max to like oh, you're going to say no, or you're going to disagree with Stephen A. Smith on this point, even if you really don't. And then Ryan, uh, Ryan Clark was saying, like, 
I'm not like that. I try to be authentic. I'm not going to um, do one thing just because I'm told to do it. Yeah. Ryan Clark said that. He's like, on first take and stuff, or like whenever him and Stephen A. Smith go into it, Mac Kellerman and Stephen A. Smith, some, some of that is scripted. Like they're, yeah, producers are telling them you have to disagree to this point just so they can keep going, even though if the, even if they might not think that that point is true or valid. Yeah, you might not believe me, Servan, but uh, Rob Parker, your boy, he might not actually believe what he's saying. He might, oh no, oh no. I understand the point, but this is a man who I understand oh, certain things. However, this is he, first of all, he's not my boy. I don't respect someone who's been fired four times and continues to get the same job making millions of dollars. Where if I said something like that, I would never be allowed in the field again. Let's wait, make wait, that clear. Let me ask number you two, this. number two, and more importantly, I understand you're gonna have those kind of guys scripted, but when this man goes to the level that he does to denigrate Tom. Where we've not, I've never seen anybody in the media outside of people, trolls on general. No one in the media goes that low. They've gone low. They've done some shots, which are just completely wild. Heck, even though Shannon Sharp calls Tom out, I still love Shannon because I understand he's having some fun. Rob has a bad reputation of being the problem in the media. Even his colleagues have said that. That's my problem. It's not the Brady talk that he does. It's the fact that if your own colleague is doing, colleagues are saying this about you and you've been fired four times, four, one, I get it, you get a second chance. Four times you've been fired and you still doing the stupid stuff that got you in trouble the first time and you still spewing nonsense. How can I take you seriously? And no, he's taking tactic, a USC right? for fire a How are these kids supposed to have names for themselves? Yes, he can teach. I know he's a good teacher. Those kids are learning really well. God bless them. He's a but teacher? They look at you on television and say, is that really our teacher? Or did we make the wrong decision? Let me ask you this. Are you more mad that you're, <laughs> you're responding to his clickbait? Or are you more mad that he's making more money while this uh putting out really bad content the latter the latter you're putting out bad content and making more money but he's staying relevant by getting some people because they're desperate like his clickbait right they're so desperate at this point I, mean, it's not be, I think they're just being trying to be smart and try to stay relevant, right? Yeah. Like, How can you be relevant when you're spewing nonsense? Because I mean, look at his Instagram. He, he has a following to be to, like he does. To be fair, like to, to instill like the context and nuance here, he's got a following. Like as much as you don't like him, like that's the thing about these media guys, Savon, is like these, I don't like them just as much as you do. But, like I, I just don't watch. I don't give them the satisfaction. Yeah. That's Let me just say this. Look. Up. I That's understand. I understand today. Your point. Look at Kim Kardashian. People Whatever. give her satisfaction. That's the thing, though. Like, like bro, I'm she's not- posting <laughs> pictures about passing the baby bar, and people on TikTok are just ripping her to shreds. Going like, come on, you you didn't even pass the baby bar. Like, get back to studying instead of just posting on Instagram that you're actually pretending that you're studying. Let me just let me just say this. <laughs> I don't know, Rob in person i believe that he's a decent human being my problem is if you get fired four times and you still get the same job back for doing the same stuff that got you fired that's my only problem he hates tom so what 
Okay, you got numbskulls out there doing stuff. My problem is, if, I, if he can be that fortunate, what about us? If RJ said something like some of the stuff that this man has said, RJ would never be allowed to be in the public face again, especially in this time. You say something, people will crucify you. Well, you know the times that we're living in. And yet this man's getting away with it. I want equal treatment on this part. Well, the thing is, he's getting away with it because that's what the media is. That's what they do. Look at Stephen A. Smith. Stephen gets away with so much. So much. It's like what we were talking about yesterday. Yeah, the show hey on Matter of fact, screams into the TV and spiels nonsense sometimes. Shrev, you remember the show hey Kwame Brown. Just saying Kwame Brown's name. That's why that's how he's famous now. That's why he's not just that. Yeah, yo. The name you guys remember the Shohei Otani situation, the comments he made. Oh, dude, there's so many like that. I think that's just recent, but there's so you know many. I'm saying, but that, that. I'm, I'm just adding to your point here. Look, I understand the media people. Look, they work their butts to get there, and I appreciate that. I like that kind of grind. You know, you work your way up and get there. My point is, if they can say stupid stuff, why can't we get on TV and do the exact same thing? And we don't have to face repercussions. That's we don't all. have that kind of following to just get up and say whatever the <laughs> hell we're, right. just, we're a bunch of John Doe's in a forest. But could you imagine us being in that position, though? Dude, I don't think I, I, I've been asked this question, right? And I asked this question. I'll ask you guys this question. Would you guys rather be famous or would you rather know someone who's famous? Honestly, I think I'd. I mean, I want the only reason, the only thing I want in my life, I want to make, I want to have a lot of money to live. How about that? Right. So you're not answering my question. Would you rather? I'll go with, I'll go with someone. I know someone who's famous. Yeah. RJ. Um, I rather know someone who's famous. Yeah, I I think so too. I, and it's like, it's like, I'm trying I was trying, I only asked that because I'm trying to bring up Trevon's point. It's like when you're famous and everyone knows you, you have you you're under the pressure of trying to please everyone, right? Like exactly. we can go up there, we can go onto these TV shows and say whatever we want in our minds, but it's just going to happen and people for, will forget about us. But these people, it's their jobs, right? So I feel like some of them, they get fired, they'll come back and whatnot, but because it it's their job and they bring the results of people visiting um, their companies like website or platform of some kind. Right, but like like I said, Trev. Yeah, I, I, he he. The guy, some guys really annoy me with their comments. I get all of that, but I understand you're just doing your job. All I'm just saying is, it's just it's just annoying. How about that? It's just annoying to listen to that. Is that is that fair? Can we leave yeah. it at that? It's just annoying to listen to these guys. Have you guys uh? Is there any good games that you guys watched besides the Pats and Bucks game this past week? Yeah, actually, um, I caught a glimpse of the what's the game that I really like Belichick there, swear. The, yeah, the Jet, the Jets and the uh, Jets and the Titans. I actually was pretty intrigued by that game mainly because I wanted to see. Now I know it sounds weird, but Zach Wilson, I was wondering, is he real? He obviously has not looked well up to this point, but the throw he made to Corey Davis near the end of the game. Corey Davis is a true stud in that game. I was really impressed with that throw. Tennessee regrets letting him go. Oh, dude. Can I say something about earlier games yesterday? Yeah. That was some of these games at 1 o'clock and a little bit of 4 o'clock were some of the worst football games I've ever seen. And I don't mean mean by, like, scores or anything. I'm talking about, like, stupid football. I was watching the Washington and Falcons game a little bit. Yeah. 
And this, I don't know what the, this is a message. If any NFL correspondent or member is listening, which I highly doubt, get your, get your stuff together. Because these referees, the NFL is, is slowly and slowly becoming the MLB, the no fun league. Yeah. Matter of fact, it actually happened tonight when Darren Waller got a first down and spiked the ball with no one in front of him. Like the the guy was like right behind him, the Chargers defensive backs. He got called for taunting. Oh, he's spiking the ball without like scoring a touchdown or something, of course. No, he didn't like throw it down. He actually put the ball down, like first down, move on. And then they, some of these refs are just soft. Like that one, like I think RJ was uh, RJ. Did you see the Chase Young roughing the oh pass? Oh my god, that was awful, dude. I said I turned it off, dude. I I oh, first off, props to Matt Ryan for just like throwing Chase Young off of him like that. Yeah, but fine. I think the only reason they called roughing the passer because he made head to head contact, or at least contact in the head region, like the head and neck region. I think that's the only reason. They called roughing the passer. I think if he didn't make contact up there, they it would have been a normal call. They would not have called that because he threw an interception. That was a crucial penalty. Trevor, what do you think? To be honest with you, I'm not surprised that people they're getting soft. Matter of fact, even in baseball, the umpires are getting a little too into themselves, particularly the Joe West situation. We know the NBA's got their own problems with that, but the NFL is clearly heading in that direction, and it's really hurting because some of the stuff I understand. There's some things you gotta throw the penalty flag on. Yeah, but there are others that Let you need to chill, man. Problem, I mean, if man. you're trying to affect the outcome of the game, that could literally be a problem. They're growing men at the end of the day. That's that's what I've been saying. Like, you gotta let them play. Like, yeah. let them play the game. Yeah, we'll yep. bring the Andre Johnson and Cortland Finnegan matchup back up. Like, I would love, yeah, I would love Andre to see Johnson that. uppercut Finnegan again. Dude, yeah, that was, the, that was a good, that was a very interesting one. Dude, like one of my friends, he's like, fights are not cool. Like, I was like talking about training camp fights. I'm like, this is good because this is great. It's competitive. Like, come on, I, I like yeah. these fights. And it's like, I don't like fights. And I'm like. No, we need stuff like this. We, we need, need fights. Man. We need we something need to get going. Man. Like get that juice going. It's like going, man. Like uh, in college, we would we would play basketball and we'd be like king of the court. And I remember this. Yeah, one I remember specific, you talking about this. I remember this one specific moment. Um, RJ, there's like this one moment. This kid was like just talking smack, and I'm not good at basketball, like co- like shooting or anything. Like I think I'm a better coach than player. So I was playing like just man-to-man defense, just not letting him get past me. And this man was like, just give me the ball, bro. I'm going to shoot, like get, get off of me. And I was like, all right, fine. I took a step back. I was like, give him the ball. I was like, shoot. And the man misses. I catch the rebound and I just look at him. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> oh, dude, I, got a, I got a good uh, court uh, gym story. Yeah. So go like when I was in high school, I used to, I was on, on the varsity team. Yeah. Oh, so I would basically practice like three days basically depending on my game schedule and all that stuff i practice like three or four days a week like do a workout play ball, yeah. play ball so when you go to the gym there's always that that guy you know i, I call it gym stereotypes when you're playing yeah. basketball there's always that one dude and this guy he blocked my shot and he was like you brought that 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 bleep is weak and i'm like all right, bro. Like, all right, now, now you pissing me off. He just kept talking. So I got the ball, and 
I, I shot a three in his face. He was taller than me, too. Yeah. And I went up to him and I said, was that weak? Like, was that was that weak? You want some more? And he just, he did nothing afterwards. He did nothing. Yeah. Like, I like ba- basketball, to me, right now, the NBA, and I bring that up because right now, they're letting players in the NBA talk more, talk crap to each other. Yeah. Get each other's faces more than the NFL is doing, and the NFL is a more physical, physical sport. It's sad. Yeah, I want some. I want that true DB receiver trash talk. Like Ocho, like bring back the yeah, old there's, Ocho. Like, there, of course, there's a limit on stuff you can say. Like, you can't get nah, bro. Sports is all about getting the competitive edge. Like, yeah, like, but I'm just saying. Like, I, I want look trash well, talk is something. Trash talk is something I like to do. Okay, I used to do a lot of trash talking back when I was younger. Okay, I'm just saying. There's a certain line you can't cross, like racial stuff. But hey, oh, yeah, yeah, no one's gonna say that. But like, you know. dude, dude, there's been there's been some stuff. Heck, um, what was that? There was a spitting incident back in the days, and, and they're spitting even now. Like, you can't do that much. But if you want to go physical, on get physical. I ever seen uh DeAndre Hopkins and D- D'Angelo Hall? Ooh, oh, man. He's like, I speak God, son. I speak, I speak God. God, son. I was like, yo. That's- I said, God, boy. I'm like, bro. Bro, when he said boy, I was just like, yo, someone's got to get their ass whooped. Ray Lewis used to always tell guys, it's a man's game, boy. It's a man's game. And that would really piss people off, and Ray would just get the advantage on that. Dude, Dude, I don't know if you guys watch Hard Knocks with the Falcons. Oh, and, yeah. And oh, it I was did. DJ Swearinger and Harry Douglas going at it. And DJ Swearinger just talking about Talking smack to the coach as well. He's talking smack to the wide receiver coach. And he's like, get the ball on one day, homie. Get the ball on one day. I'm like, yo, dude, he's, he don't care, dude. Dude, DJ Swearinger, that's one man who took the talking and the hits to the extra level that you should not do because you're going to get flagged. Like, he had Peyton Manning come up to him after that because I think it was like, I don't know what he did. There's like a highlight the other day I was watching. And Peyton Manning was trash talking this man. I was like, you have to be, you have to take it so far where the sheriff is going to come and have a few words with you. Yeah. And the sheriff was considered at the time, um, the golden child. Yeah. If I see Peyton Manning on the field, I'm going to let him check an audible to whatever he wants. I'm not going to question his football IQ and what he's going to do. No, no one does. I'm just saying, Peyton Manning, for much of his tenure in terms of outside public perception, was considered the golden child. I mean, so isn't it? Tom, isn't Tom considered the golden child right now? Uh, RJ, you want to add to that? I'm not going to say the words okay. I want to say. Okay. Uh, I, okay, let me say this. Okay. When it comes to the golden child between like sports and anything sports, really, yeah. if you want to put that person on a pedestal. And in my personal opinion, I'm, I'm sure we all have different opinions. Yeah. The subject. I feel like Brady never got that because of the success he and I didn't want Brady to get that. I don't like the gold like I don't like the golden boys and in, in sports. I'm always that villain guy, anti-hero, especially yeah. in comic books. I'm I'm that dude. Yeah. Like I'm that one dude that roots for Lex Luthor to beat Superman's ass. I'm sorry. That's just me. But, I like that. I like that. And that's why I like Brady so much because I got in Belichick, because I got that villain vibe. They called the Patriots the evil empire. So back <laughs> when Peyton Manning was playing, 
he was definitely the golden child. He was. I mean, he was yeah. everywhere. I only say the golden child in reference to like penalties and whatnot. Like if you see oh, Brady okay. with that, <laughs> with that, with that, every okay, with that, every top five QB is a golden child. When it comes yeah, to like I, Tom was not. If he was a golden child, he would not have got suspended like in 2016. Exactly. And he would exactly. not like get trashed on every time. But I'm just like only referring yeah. saying like the golden oh, boys, okay like, penalties yeah. and oh, like 100. Yeah, and like. You know, just getting treatment. I guess now down in Tampa, like to a whole new level. Oh yeah, I I agree one hundred percent. But I think what Servan was saying was is basically. I think both of y'all were like going on opposite, like different penalties. I agree one hundred percent with both of your points. With Servan, it's like the Mahomes, the man, the Mannings, and like after Peyton Manning went to Denver, it was like Aaron Rodgers, and now it's it's Mahomes. Also, Peyton, yeah. remember. I'm not gonna talk about Mahomes. I'm gonna talk about him all also, day. Also, Trevin, if you do, you by chance remember the Seahawks and Broncos uh, Super Bowl? Yeah. Um, the reason I bring this up is because everyone was talk. There was a lot of talk about the Broncos offense, and there was an there was one YouTube video. I think they took it down. It was from the Seahawks. It was Cam Chancellor, KJ Wright, and a couple of other defensive members. They were at the hotel. And they were watching the pregame talk about that. And they were furious about how much love the Broncos were getting. And it turned it showed out in public on yeah, that. But like that's that's all that's all I'm saying. So that's just people's opinion. Is Manning. Like any like any top five quarterback, like you Manning Breeze, like anyone like that, of course they're gonna be the talk of the town. It's like, oh, and like the number one question is, oh, is this gonna define their legacy? Like that's the bullshit question that People throw out all the time. Like, whenever Tom plays in the Super Bowl, oh, did this loss define his legacy? Oh, dude, are you stupid? And yeah, Super Bowl fair, 52, they said it damaged his legacy permanently, the loss of the Eagles. Well, to be fair, to your point, Servan, Super Bowl 51, the talk of the town was not only the Falcons. It was, it was about Brady and Belichick getting their fifth. I mean, it was about that. Like, you can't lie. You can't deny yeah. that. No, no, no. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. No, I'm just putting, like, just being off being fair like you know like that's just how it is though like definitely brady had like his like i went back and looked at like all his super bowls like with like who was favored and all that stuff and super bowl 49 was like the close like the betting odds were like close like i don't think that there was a clear-cut there wasn't a clear-cut favorite in that super bowl in my opinion and um against the falcons though the pages were like favorites and they were like heavy favorites too i was with the patriots yeah, dude. I think like one thing with the Super Bowls. I think it's a crazy stat. I think, but I for some reason I believe in it a lot. The 2017 Super Bowl when Brady won his MVP. I was really hoping he would win the MVP because oh, which one? I, I keep telling people this. My boys just don't hear me out. I said if Brady wins regular season MVP, do not expect to party on Super Bowl Sunday. If he doesn't. You have a chance, and we that we can celebrate. There's like a crazy ESPN like stat saying like, "Oh, if your quarterback wins the MVP and they go to the Super Bowl, that's yeah, 19, since 1999 with Kurt win. Warner, no MVP has won the Super Bowl in that year, in that same year, winning it. Bingo. They may have been there, but they didn't win. I also just hope Alabama never wins the Natty, and then we go to the Super Bowl the same year. <laughs> I mean, hey, um, because there's a crazy yeah, Bill Belichick and Nick Saban. But hey, if Alabama lo- wins the championship, uh, 
Who knows? I mean, this year they might win it. So I don't know if the Patriots are going to be going to the Super Bowl, but uh, we'll find no, out. I, I only bring that up because I think they brought it up two years ago, saying like, "Oh, whenever Look, they, they had like they'll find, they'll find some years. sort of stat to bring up." You know this? Oh yeah, like even like the jersey color, like yeah, all white has been winning for the past. The, the white years. jerseys, in fairness, that stat does have some credence. The oh, white yeah. jerseys, the white jerseys have looked good on the champions. Not saying they win because of them, but when they wear them for the Super Bowl. They look pretty good. I mean, the Chiefs broke that the year they won the Super Bowl. And also the Eagles. Eagles wore green. Packers wore green. I'm not, yeah, I'm not big on, like, these purses because, like, people kept saying the Patriots should wear, like, white in every Super Bowl. I, I, I was on that train, but I was like, okay. Didn't they win in the Navy Blue, like, their yeah. first two? They won the first two, but I'm, I'm not denying that. I'm just saying the white jerseys have tended to favor the Patriots. That's not a lie. I'm not saying it's the end-all, be-all. It has favored them in the past. That's, that's true. That's one. You're you're right about that. I'm I'm just saying that like people talk about the Madden curse. I mean, Mahomes technically broke the Madden curse. Dude, he the Madden curse is a joke. Is he, he got he got injured, but he won the Super Bowl. That yeah. Day. I mean, heck, do you think he? I think Mahomes, for all the stuff people say about him, I think he'd rather, you know, it's a, he's not worried about a curse. I think he'd be more worried about. Hoisting the Lombardi Trophy and having com- confetti dumped over his head. I think that's what he's more concerned about. Right, and I don't you. blame him. Let me ask you guys a, a, a question. Is Mahomes overrated? I got a lot to say, so I'm going to go first. <laughs> okay. Overrated? I don't – I wouldn't say that much. Now, do I think he's being a bit overhyped at times? Sure. Do you think he's overconfident? I think that's a better question. Over? No, 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 no. When someone's overconfident, they think they're just gonna blow the hell out, hell out of every opponent. That's what I would call overconfident. Mahomes, I wouldn't go that far. See, overconfident. There's certain guys I would refer that to, but I wouldn't go that far with Mahomes. I'd say he got a little bit overhyped at times, but he's not overconfident. I wouldn't, I wouldn't judge that name like that. Uh, um. I, I actually do think he's a little bit overrated. And let me specify for our listeners. Overrated does not mean bad. Yeah. It does not mean bad. Sure. It, you, you can still be a top. I've, I've called Drew Brees overrated at sometimes, and I still stand by that. With, with Mahomes, here's the thing. If Mahomes is drafted by, like, the Bears, <laughs> which he, he could have been, or the Texans, he's not doing all this stuff. No. Like, listen, Mahomes is a good, talented QB. But that whole thing about him breaking all the records and winning MVP his first season playing, that was just to push Brady out the door. That's what the NFL wants. They're trying to find the next dude. Yeah. So, but with but regards to him, he thinks that he can – when it comes to the overconfidence thing, I think that – he thinks that he can make every throw, like no look pass, yeah, yeah, and all that stuff. Like he's got a lot of Brett Favre in him that people realize. Like he yeah. thinks he can make every throw, and he threw like a like terrible pick against the Eagles, like by, by the media standards and his standards. Yeah, that was a terrible pick. I'm yeah. sorry. I didn't get to watch that game, but I was I, I asked that question because I saw that no look pass that he did against the Chargers uh, two weeks ago, I think, and I was just like. I have him on my fantasy team. Don't get, don't get me wrong. I picked him because I know he'd put up points, but I feel like he pushes the ball 
in places where he doesn't need to all the time. He they try to go for those deep shots because he knows he has a cannon of an arm. Yeah, he's, right? a, he's a top five QB. Yeah, he's a top five QB. I just think he's overconfident sometimes, and that leads to errors. But it it, com- it comes back to the media point. I'm like. Oh my God, Mahomes threw a no look. Yeah. Stafford has been doing that I agree. for years. I agree. I agree. Stafford's been doing that for years. And it's like, dude, come on. You're just like, you're like, dude, oh it's, God, a, it's destroyed. Yo, like you know this. Play. Yo, you know this. Granted, Kansas City is not the greatest market like LA, Chicago, New York, which some of these networks tend to favor. But uh, they do got a pretty good following. Detroit, on the other hand, there's no respect for that city. And you know this. Hold up, hold up. Let's not go that far. The greatest rapper is from Detroit. I'm talking about football. (laughs) Yo, Cinderella, man. Detroit's going to go on a run one year, and they're just going to – Eminem's just going to tear it up in that city. Look, man, all I'm saying is that city has not gotten as much love as you think it should get. Granted, they got some studs that come out of there, but let's be clear. Would they rather cover Los Angeles or Detroit? I think LA would be the perfect choice. Yeah. yeah but I'll say this with Ryan Mahomes, though. If you take out Hill, Kelsey, and I think that Kelsey and Hill don't get enough credit, in my opinion, because yeah. those are studs, dude. They and, are. Like, if they're not on that offense, the Chiefs don't win a Super Bowl. Like, they don't even come, they don't even sniff the Super Bowl. So, I mean, Kelsey had that 48 yard burner of a play. Most tight ends, if they caught that, it probably against the Ravens. It was they probably go maximum 10, 15 yards. They wouldn't score. They wouldn't score like and outrun the whole defense. Yeah, I agree. And I, I just think that the, the that's my problem with this media. Like they're just trying. Like I knew that I knew what that whole thing was about. Like I like five games in, and they're like, oh, it's Mahomes versus Brady. I'm like, you that shouldn't even be the title. Like. Are you serious? Like after four games, you're gonna put him? The like I get the headline matchups, ma- matchups, but like come on, I this is the new kid on the block against the goat. Get out of here with this Brady versus Mahomes. Like I was about the first one they played each other, like in week five. Wait, like, in two, are, you t- are you talking about in 2018? Yeah, yeah. It's like all the they're like this is the new guy versus the goat, and now they're calling him baby goat. Get out of here! I'm like I know what you guys are doing. Like, I know what you guys are doing. You're even not the two thousand, hey, even even in the two thousand eighteen season, Trev, you know this. They were hyping up the, they were down talking the Patriots all throughout that postseason, and they're hyping up the Chiefs. And look at what happens: yeah, beat the Chargers, season. shocked the Chiefs and the world, put a lot of people in a. Uh, the, the Chiefs have like, like crickets, and then we beat the Rams with everybody lost. And that's that what the best TD from the Patriots was Tom escaping Brandon Speaks and just diving in for the Brandon Speaks, yeah. Brilliant, but, sorry. but the Chiefs, though, like even regarding this year, like I think teams have finally figured out, which I don't understand. Like excluding teams from the Patriots, Raiders. And the Bucks, those are the only three teams that have really figured out the Mahomes. Like, I don't Even understand. The Chargers have, yeah, but I don't understand why it's taking so long. For, like these teams, like week in and week out, slow this offense down. I, I get you can't stop them with every play, but like, look at what the Bucks did. Look at what Belichick does every time he faces the Chiefs. Yeah, he makes Mahomes look like a high school QB out there, and it's not even funny. Like, 
the like you bring up a very valid valid point. And even their defense, it's back to the first year with Mahomes. Like it's a bad defense, and yeah. that's gonna cost them this year because they're not gonna beat the Bills or Ravens in the playoffs playing like that. Because look what the Ravens absolutely play. not. Dude, and they play the Bills this week. If if oh that's gonna be is that a Monday night game? Sunday it's Sunday night. night. Sunday Ooh. night, this upcoming, this upcoming Sunday night, it's going to be a rematch of the AFC title game in KC. So, Stephon Diggs is likely going to go off. I think he's going to go off on him. Wait, does uh, does do we play Kansas City at any point this year? You talking no. about New England? Yeah. I don't think so. I don't think New England's playing the AFC West this year. Ah, dang, man. I was going to say, I want to yeah, see. Last year, last year, we played the AFC West, man. Bro, it's going to be, I want to see Baby Goat go against Mac Daddy. Yeah, Mac, I think Mac could take him. Go. Uh, that that's just. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna talk about that. They. I don't like Madden at all. Yeah. The. But they had the nerve to put the goat himself, Tom Brady, on a Madden cover. But you put Mac. I mean, not Mac. You put Patrick Mahomes, quote unquote, baby goat. Where did that even come from? Y'all just giving out nicknames because you guys want him to be the GOAT. That's Desperation. Why. Look, like they, they want Trav, him. have you ever heard the term desperate time call for desperate measures? Yeah, they're just trying well, to make we just got it's like like blue says we just got a letter, we just got the evidence and we just know where it's from. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm sorry, but like listen, Patrick Mahomes is a good QB, but Y'all got to start with the high chain. I, RJ, I, I, well, RJ, what was the laugh for? I was just providing a good analysis. No, I was laughing how you said it. That's why. Right now in the game, who are your top five QBs? In the league right now? Yeah. All right. Um, right. I'll go first. Number one has to be Tom. Number two has to be Aaron Rodgers. Number three has to be Patrick Mahomes. Number four is Russell Wilson. And number five, this may shock you, but I have to give credit where credit is due for this guy. Josh Allen? No. <laughs> Josh, Allen's, Josh, Josh, Josh Allen's number six for me. What? <laughs> Ready for number five? Who is it? I'm dying I'm just, I'm just Hurry up. Look, I saw your face. I was laughing. It was Josh Allen at number five. Oh, okay. Oh Jesus, man! Who? Just out of curiosity, who would you put a who would you put above Josh Allen? I was just messing with you, man. I wouldn't put anybody above. I already put my four: Tom, Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, and Russell Wilson. RJ. Um, I'm gonna go Tom number one, number two Aaron Rodgers, three Russell Wilson. I've always thought that he never got the credit he deserves, yeah. and he still doesn't. Um, what am I on four? Four, I would say Patrick Mahomes. Okay. Five, I would put Josh Allen. But I will say, after this year, it that five could change. Like it could be like a Dak Prescott. It could be a Derek Carr. It could be yeah, a Dak Allen. Prescotts. Yeah, Dak. I actually agree with that. I mean, I I have Dak Prescott in my top ten because and him and like guys like Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray and Justin Herbert. But yeah, I'll put Dak Prescott sixth at my list actually, mainly because of who, what he's done, you know, for Dallas. Like, granted, I know Josh Allen's better. I was just messing with you all, see your faces, but I really believe Dak Prescott can contend for a, he can contend for a top five position. I think uh, my top five are Aaron Rodgers, Ross, 
Josh Allen, Mahomes, and then Brady. And then honorable mention would be uh, Matt Stafford and Justin Herbert. Yeah. Matt I'd Stafford. go I'd, I wouldn't do Stafford as honorable mention but I would but I see why you would do that but I, okay but come you put Derek Carr you think Stafford is- nah, I, w- I didn't say Derek Carr that was RJ I didn't say Derek Carr oh RJ sorry RJ do you think Stafford is worse than Derek Carr oh no 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 I, I, what I was saying was I, uh I think that like right now like I'm not big on right nows like I know everybody else like I, I'm just not I just don't do that because right. it's like but right now, but if they did it two years ago, and look what happened Brady won the Super Bowl. So I'm just saying, but um, I think that Stafford, in his whole entire career, he just needed to get out of Detroit. Yeah, he is playing his best football, and it's only been four games in his yeah. whole entire career. Stafford, to me, has always been a top ten QB, and he could very well be top five. Like right now, yeah, he can win MVP. I think that like that fifth spot, like Josh Allen, like I think he's number five, but it's close between him, Stafford, Derek Carr, and Herbert. Like I think Herbert's gonna be. I don't. I don't even think Herbert's played his best football yet. I think that's gonna be next year because that dude's a baller. If you guys all right, before I let you guys go, I just want to say thank you so much for you know like agreeing to like do the segment of like chatting football i love doing this and i just want to oh, me too anytime i'm yeah. for sure appreciate it man it was we fun. can make this like a regular thing where we talk oh, for sure football. hey yeah um so i just want to say i appreciate you guys' time and taking the time out to do this for me um before i let you guys go i want to give you guys a question you have you're down by six you have 40 seconds left no timeouts who are you taking? Mahomes or are, are Rogers? <laughs> Rogers or Mahomes? Oh, okay. I'm glad. Oh, I'm glad you t- you took Brady out of it because I'm always gonna pick Brady, and yeah. it's just cheating. So this question, Rogers or Mahomes? I'm Wait, Rogers. You, what do you think? What is always gonna take Brady unless he's what? No, I, I was saying because when I see I see this type of question on Instagram or you know, Facebook or whatever, like quarterbacks and Brady's always there. And I, I always pick Brady because, you know, I have a little bit of bias, but yeah. everybody does. But I'm, I'm saying, I'm glad he took, he didn't have Brady in there because I would have said Brady. That's what I'm saying. Okay. So, so but I would take Rogers because simply because he is so accurate and more precise than Mahomes ever will be. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going with Rogers. You can force, you have, you can force Mahomes to make a mistake because he's going to try to force it down the field. Rodgers, look what he did against San Francisco yeah. uh, last week. I mean, that was amazing. Like, yeah. they all thought it was over, and he's like, yeah, okay. He went right down the field. and He could have scored a touchdown if he wanted to. <laughs> he could the, only, have. the only difference between the scenario I gave and what Rodgers, I just gave in this scenario 10 more seconds than what Rodgers had. Yeah. Like, R- Rodgers is just – He's so good. Like, you got to give him his props. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, he's so precise, accurate, and he's phenomenal to watch. Yeah. I, I know the media was kissing his ass for, like, a few years. They still got to do, but. Oh, they do. The oh, yeah. The media but, where Rodgers gives interviews is the Pat McAfee show. He's so uh, authentic. Yeah. It's so great. I, I love it. And yeah. look what he did yesterday against Steelers. He just 
controlled the game. He's just so phenomenal to watch. Yeah, let's switch it up. What do you think uh, the Rams would be if they had Rodgers instead of Stafford? Oh, they're going to the Super Bowl. Guarantee? I wouldn't go guarantee, but I'd be close enough. <laughs> um, okay. If Rodgers was on the Rams. Yeah, because you got Aaron Donald, who's a close personal friend of ours. That is. He can definitely, Aaron he can Donald definitely. is a close personal friend of ours? I am so sorry, sir. I do not make statements like that. It's I don't a, even no, have his okay, I was number. laughing. Look, I was smiling when I said that because I was trying to get your like, reaction. Rogers, Dude, you're, you're falling for everything. Seriously. Rodgers and Sean McVay? Oh, Yikes. my God. That is Maybe. scary. Deadly, absolute deadly. Absolute, like San Francisco, Seattle, Cardinals. Good luck. I mean, yeah. Bro, imagine the primetime games. You have Rogers and Russ going at it twice a year, and also Rogers in L.A. L.A. market. Like, no, I thought about this. What if this was scenario for me? What if the Rams let go of Jared Goff? And after the 2019 season, and what if they brought in Brady? They brought in Brady, Brady, LeBron, and LA, and, and he brings in AB and Gronk. You have no okay. Okay, the reason, huh? Go ahead. My bad. I think McVay would have brought him in because I don't, I don't see him running all those gadget plays and like you know, like all the. But I'm just saying. Stuff. I thought about. I thought about this because Brady almost went to like the Saints. Yeah. He was if he didn't he was about to go to the Saints. So could you imagine? I was like picturing like all these teams because I was imagining Gronk and A B on the team because he was gonna bring them. Could you imagine the Saints offense like this if you went to the Saints? You get Tom Brady, Alvin Kamara, yeah, Emmanuel Sanders, yeah. Antonio Brown, Michael Thomas, and Gronk. Oh my god, dude. Be Gronk. They had Jared Cook. And Jared Cook? Bro, that I, defense? And that I, defense I, is a star. Yo, speaking I, of Los Angeles, before we grub up, how about the halftime show that's gonna be happening at the Super Bowl? Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg. Woo! Oh, that's gonna be lit. That's gonna be lit. Yeah. Woo! I'm gonna I'm gonna have to start getting on the Hennessy for that one. Woo-hoo-hoo. But seriously, that's I'm like, are you serious though? You're gonna have Dr. Dre and Snoop on the same stage? Man, it's still Dre Day, AK. Woo! I hope they play this the next episode with Dr. Dre and Snoop. They also have to play King Kendrick. They're gonna play that song on it? Woo! I hope they have to play King Kuta with Kendrick. That's like a swung song, man. Yeah. Oh man, Eminem, throw Eminem into the mix. That's a fire show. Bro, they, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'll say this though. If the Bucks are in the Super Bowl, if Eminem plays you lose yourself and halftime the Bucks are down, Bucks winning confirmed. I'm just gonna say that right now. <laughs> I'm just gonna say that, dude. Woo man. Or even if the Bucks are up, if they hear that song, oh man. It's over. Like you know what'd be crazy. Pats, I know this won't happen. Pats versus Bucks on the Super Bowl. Oh man! Not only do we get that headline for the week, two weeks, but we got the halftime show as well. 
man. LA boys, we gotta we gotta pull in our money. We're going to Los Angeles. We had to find a way to go to that game. Dude, I think I'd only find a way to uh go to the concert, but not the game. (laughs) I'd rather watch the game on TV for free a little bit. What if we won tickets to the Super Bowl, man, for that? Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. If I don't have to pay a single penny in my pocket for an actual ticket, I'm not know how hard I was trying to go to the Super Bowl with against the Pats and Rams when it was here in Atlanta? Oh, dude. I was going crazy. I wanted to go so bad. Man, seriously, if we can find, if that somehow happens and we're able to go to Los Angeles, I'll be there. we are going, man, to see Snoop in action and see if potentially Brady can win that eighth ring. Ooh, I'm paying good money oh, for that. I'm not I have not paid, Brady. I've never paid Dash a single Daddy dollar Jones to beat him. I'm, if the Pats are on the Super Bowl, I'm just saying. If they are, though, and Tom's not, it don't matter. I'm still going anyway. I'm going to ask you this, Ron. If it's Pats and Bucks in the Super Bowl, if it if that ever happens, yeah, who who are you going for? I'm going with the Pats, dude. I love Tom, but I'm not the best. Okay, I was making sure. <laughs> dude, last night, I kept telling y'all, I believe the <laughs> Pats could win. I don't know, man. You were jinxing it pretty hard. It seems like you were playing for the dude, other. You realized I was pissed off after the game. I was pissed off. I, I stopped viewing the text because I was like, oh, my God, my stream is behind. I'm, this is going to spoil it for me. Look, you, you guys can complain about me all you want. I love- <laughs> We're messing with you, sir. Look, I like Tom. Okay? Bro, you the- fell right for it. I just want to see I your know. reaction. I know. I know. I fell for that. Not a problem. I'm just saying, I love Tom more than you guys think. But I'm not going to jettison the team I grew up rooting for. Okay? I'm not like that. I thought you grew up rooting for the – the Bears. Bears players. I ain't rooting for that junk organization. <laughs> not, not with that team president being counting. Oh, running his mouth all over the place. Who do you guys have going to the Super Bowl? Like, who do you think is going? Or who do you think is winning? That's my question. I have Bucks and Bills. Bucks. I have Bills and Rams. Bills and Rams. That'd be it. By the way, you want to know, you wanna know Rams, what I want to see Stafford win a ring. Yeah. You you also know what would be a really good matchup for the Super Bowl? Kyler Murray versus Lamar Jackson. Could you imagine God, that? The Ravens are not going to go to the Super no, Bowl. No, could you imagine that, though? Yeah, I think the Cardinals would smoke them. I don't know about that. Nah, but that. Dude, Lamar Jackson in Hollywood. Lamar, Lamar, Lamar looked good yesterday. Yo. Are you are you gonna take a team that just has Lamar and no receiver? Or are you gonna take Kyler and D Hop? Oh no, that I, I didn't say who was gonna win. I, I was just saying I don't think the Cardinals would like handily beat them. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. that's what I thought you were saying. But my prediction, I think, I don't think the Pats will go. If the Pats go, it'll be like next year yeah. or the next two years. Yeah. I think this year, I don't think the Chiefs are going. I think the Chiefs are going to be. I think the Chiefs are going to struggle this year. It's just hard to go three straight years. Like that's just hard to do. Yeah, Tom. Yeah. I don't know how the Pats did it, but we did it. That said, the Chiefs. I don't see it. I think it's going to be Bucks, and I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be a team that sneaks in. I think it's going to be Bucks and Ravens. In my really? opinion. That would be a good hear me out. Hear, hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Okay. Let's look at the AFC, okay? Yeah. A lot of these teams, the AFC is not, like, it's not dominant like people, like it used to be. Like, it, it 
Well, it's not that. What I mean, it's wide open, basically, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. That's me. Yeah. And when I look at these teams, I see, like, you know, Bills could make it. Raiders could make it. Charters could make it. Yeah. Browns. Yeah. And Ravens. Those yeah. are the teams I think can make it, other than, like, the Chiefs and – I'd like, to see, I'd like to see the Chargers make the Super Bowl. I think Chargers and Rams would be a really good one. That's, for AFC LA for me. No, I'm saying, though, because everyone talks down on the Chargers. I'm just saying if they were to face the Rams and the Chargers somehow beat the Rams in the Super Bowl, the Rams fans can't talk smack. Yeah. Oh, guys. I, I think the Ravens will sneak in because you can't count the Ravens. Even if they make the wild card, like, yeah, they're they, good. By the way, they can sneak in there, man. They all they are always in the in the hunt. They're always in the playoff picture. You just need a Justin Tucker 67 yarder. <laughs> yeah, like, that would be the most deflating blow in the Super Bowl for anybody. Dude, I think that'd be the most exciting moment. No, for the for us, yes, it's fans, but for the team that loses, oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. oh man. A doink? A doink. The li- look, lions. the lions are gonna lions. You Dude, knew that was that coming. Came the other way. I would like to see Stafford win a ring, though. Like, if it's not the Bucks, I think it's going to be like Rams and Bills, in my opinion. Yeah, that'd be nice. That'd be fun. Yeah. Well, guys, this was a pleasure. Um, I hope. I hope next week we we get some more news, depending on how the games go. Who do you guys have for before I let you guys go? Thursday night, Falcons, Jets. What they play Thursday night? Yeah, the Seahawks and uh. Rams play Thursday night. Don't, yeah, the, don't the Falcons play on London? They play in London, right? No, nah, I think it's Thursday night. Nah, I think it was Rams and Seahawks. That's a better game. If, yeah, if, be much- if, if the Falcons and Jets play, I'm not watching that. <laughs> I, I wouldn't get up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Sunday, October at 9.30 in the morning. That's sick. I'm not getting up to watch that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Rams and though. Seahawks. Sheesh. Much better. Much better matchup. Rams or Seahawks? I got the Rams. 31-28. Where is it at? Seahawks. Ooh. I'm going to say this. Seattle, the post-Legion of Boom era, this is what they do. When they're favored, they it can go either way. But when they're not favored, they find a way to win these type of games. Yeah. So... My heart says Seattle. Like, my – oh, dude, this is hard. This is tough. This is a tough one. This it's is a tough be. one. Like, because look at how they beat San Fran. They just went in there and beat them. Like, I trust Russell Wilson more. I love Stafford, but the coaching staff, I feel like – Carroll has kind of lost his way a little bit, if I'm being honest, with yeah. his coaching. Like, he can still coach and win you a game, but I feel like he's lost his way a little bit. I don't know, I don't know how you guys feel, if I, but that's just me. But I feel the same way. Okay. I agree. I, Sean McVay is such a good coach, and dude, they had the, that better defense. Hold on, before we go, I need to look up what's the total defense? Like, where does Seattle rank? Hold on, I need to see that. Maybe they're like top 10. Hold on, let me see. While he's doing that, I can give my prediction. 
Yeah, go ahead. This is hard, dude. This is a tough. I game. think I would. I'm. I'm a little bit like RJ. I'm conflicted, but I think the Rams will uh, win this game. What's the score? I'm going a little bit low scoring. I'm gonna say 24 to 21. I don't know about that. Seattle's got the worst defense in the league. They're tied with the Chiefs, dude. <laughs> dude, oh, no, look, it's a divisional game. Okay, they're a little bit more. No, I'm just talking about serious. the low scoring, though. Like that's what I'm saying. Like it... I said, 24 21. I think it'll go that route. Oh, dude, I think that with that defense, I, I think Staff, Stafford in the pocket. I'm mad about that crowd crowd noise. Stafford in the pocket. Yeah, dude. The Seattle crowd's not a no joke. No pressure. Ooh, wee. Stafford in the pocket with that. Hey, that's about to be a fun one. They better giddy up. I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna okay. Look, I'm, gonna good, go good way to put it. I'm gonna go Rams 38-34. Ooh, 38-34. Ooh. Because no, but here's hold on. Let me let me explain. If you have the worst defense in the league, it don't matter about you can have all the crowd noise you want, but I just think that Seattle's defense is not going to be able to stop Stafford. And yeah. the Rams' defense is not going to be able to stop Russell Wilson. And I just think that maybe, like, Aaron Donald makes a play in the, late in the game and cause, like, a turnover, and they win. That's just – that's how I see it happening. Their own line sucks, too. Yeah, it's always sucked. <laughs> well, that's, t- that's still a tough fun. game. This has been fun. Yeah, guys. Oh, that's fun. You didn't put yours – you say yours? Oh, mine? Yeah. Oh, I thought I said it. Um, I got the Rams, 34-31. Yeah, he said the Rams. Oh, oh the he Rams. We're all going with the Rams, so. I got to go with the Rams. What's the What's the penalty if one of us loses, even though we're all Rams? Uh, I, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> we'll think of something. We'll think of something. We'll try to – oh, the Chargers just sealed the game. The Terrible. Raiders, man, they just – Derwin James oh. just picked it off. Dude, my friend's a Raiders fan just texted me and said, well, but they're a bunch of bluffs. <laughs> <laughs> they're a bunch of blokes, according to the English. <laughs> Buddy bloke, yeah. Buddy blokes. All right, lads. It was good chatting. We'll see you guys yeah. next week, yeah? Oh, yeah. Sure. All right, guys. Cheers. All right, see ya. Yep. <laughs>